Hey budding lawyers, welcome to the podcast Free Placement Offer, commonly known as as a PPO. What all does it take to get a free placement offer at a reputed law firm? To explain this, we have with us Ms. Ashwati Umaria. Hi Ashwati. Hi. Ashwati graduated from Rajiv Gandhi National Law University, Patiala. Uh, but before completing her course, she managed to get a free placement offer when she was in her college and interning at a law firm currently she is working as a legal associate with a reputed law firm cyril amarchand mangaldas also popularly known as cam i think right ashwati yeah yeah okay. cam so this i came to know while talking to her i was not aware about it okay so let's start ashwati you had told me that uh, in in a previous conversation that you uh, were very much into sports during your college days So uh, firstly i would like to know uh, why didn't you start working in the sports law domain because sports law is something uh, quite new not uh, very well known in india at least and you were also in sports so i think it it was kind of a match yeah i get this a lot so you know being a sports person you can never feel good being on the other side of the field being on the other side of the fence it is as simple as that i mean I would have felt bad doing anything related to a game and not being the player. So yeah. <laughs> okay. So while drafting agreements, if there's any match going on, you'll just go inside. Uh, <laughs> like at least you'll so, feel uh, feel so. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. So now let's move on to the story of your first job. Like, how did you get your PPO? So uh, I got an internship opportunity with the firm, and then the team recommended me for a PPO basis the performance. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the team reviews you your performance, your work during the internship, and then they recommend you for a PPO. Mhm. Mhm. So can one apply for a PPO while, like, as you said in the internship, if you are about to complete mm. your internship, is there something like an application procedure? No. No. No, no, no. If you're in your fourth or fifth year, like if you're in your final year and you're good enough, you you just give your 100% on the internship and then you just hope for the best. Any or every internship can turn into a PPO. It is just on the performance and the team requirements. Yeah. Okay. So is there a process like uh, are there multiple rounds of interviews involved and is the same process carried out in every law firm? Yeah as far as i know uh, for most law firms the process is the same so while i was interning my team then uh, there's a performance analysis and all and then my team recommended me for a ppo then there were two rounds of interviews technical rounds hr rounds so they test you on the law they test you on the uh, your knowledge of the subject and then they also take normal hr questions like what city would you like to work in are you comfortable working in such an atmosphere and things like that so yeah there were two rounds of interviews for cam and for sam shardul amarchand as well okay but uh, the city and all will be there only if the law firm is spread across the country otherwise you have right. to yeah huh. like yeah uh, Cam and Sam are pretty much like almost in all metro cities throughout the world. Right, right. They're pan India, yeah. We mm. we practice pan India, yeah. Okay. So, how many internships did you do, and how should one plan for internships? 
so uh, you know nlus they don't give you a lot of leeway for internships as your glc and you know normal law colleges do but still in those 5 years i managed to make 9 months internships like in total and out of this seven internships were in corporate firms all in mumbai so i would just like to say that you know on the second part of your question as to how should one plan for internships it is a very crucial process and people fail to understand that you know i started my hunt for internships uh, i carefully studied the websites the practice areas what the firm is doing what i like to do and you know reading about which practice area entails what and then applying a big mistake i seen everyone make is that they do not even know what they're signing up for and they just you know it is just because of the competition everybody is doing in a tier 1 firm i want to do an internship in a tier 1 mm-hmm. firm it should that be that is very common so, yeah so i enjoy what i do is just because of this and you know uh, i've also seen one thing that every time you get an internship application or you know somebody asks you to review their internship application before they send it out it is a very common thing that the same cover letter has been copy pasted throughout like for all mm. internships it mm. shouldn't be that way i mean i used to make a firm specific or a practice area specific cover letter which indicates that you know the firm is doing this i would like to be a part of this and you know mm. my interest is here and for that i have done this so i think cover letters so the hr is just going to read your email and see your cv later the HR, the cover letter will be read first right so these cover letters helped hr understand my needs as well and this also you know makes the hr understand that this person is interested genuinely and is not just copy pasting everything throughout right right and also if you don't want to like if you want to be a bit lazy you can at least focus on the practice area if not right. each each form if not the form because... yeah 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 you right i mean uh, when you express to the hr that you know i've also seen things happen to my colleagues like we were all interning at sam and then people got allotted practice areas uh, just like that i mean the hr decided this team needs x people this team needs y people and then they were not happy so what is the point of doing such an internship when you're in a practice area which you do not even like <laughs> right yeah because uh, when you make a common kind of cover letter for all uh, for example if you are applying for an ipr firm uh, and you are applying also uh, to some firm which exclusively practices in criminal litigation then right. uh, if the co- cover letter is same it would be quite you know uh, it no, won't so be good not- yeah Mm-hmm. that's why people draft a very generic cover letter so i think that is one mistake one needs to avoid and you know you should study what you're going to do and what you're getting yourself into i understand tags mean a lot in our uh, legal fraternity and you know i've interned here i've interned there but your time as a stu- law student is also crucial because this mm-hmm. decides your future so just don't haphazardly go for that i want to intern here or there look at i mean one should see what their getting themselves into yeah yeah see uh, students usually have many queries regarding internship one common thing which i have heard is that i have applied at many firms but i didn't get selected so can you guide our listeners on this yeah trust me i have got more than hundreds of rejections email on my uh, email id more than hundreds so three digit number trust me i would just okay. tell those students two words follow up 
I mean, I'll tell you, not a single of my internship was given to me in the first application. I had to follow up multiple rounds of follow up, but also not calls, emails. Calls are frowned upon because the person already has a lot of things to attend to in their day, yeah. hours, and all. But yeah, email follow up they show that the person is genuinely interested. Another thing that a lot of juniors have thrown at me these days is that we got rejected because the firm is accepting only fourth years and fifth years. So. I think one needs to understand that the firm has a set requirement. It is because they know what a person has studied till the third year, what a person. So I think students also need to accept that if a firm has clearly written in their policy that we only accept fourth and fifth years, then a third year or a second year should not even, you know, try to poach the. I'm uh, sorry, you know, they should not even try to, I mean, apply there or you know. Apply there, just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think a genuine cover letter and a decently good CV will fetch anybody a very decent good internship. Uh, honestly, trust me, I have not even published a single paper, or not, nor have I been a part of those fancy international moots or something like that. But the only thing that I always did on my internships was I used to take them seriously. Hmm. And this one important thing you, as you uh, pointed out, was follow up like. i remember one of my boss used to tell me every time that uh, if follow following up was a industry in itself it would have been the biggest industry in the world so it is that right. important i agree yeah yeah follow ups are important it makes the person you know it makes the person stand out it makes the other person think that yeah this person is genuinely interested it is not just one in a 100 applications hmm right Uh, what what do recruiters look for while considering a candidate for a ppo yeah so this is i think the one of the most crucial questions so <laughs> as i've already mentioned uh, you know i used to take my work very seriously i used to take my internship very seriously and that is not just because i wanted a job i wanted a ppo but that is also because i did enough research for my what am i going to work for what am i going to work in i also enjoyed the work so hmm. we're all students and you know the partners the associates they do not expect us to know the law by heart i mean nobody expects you to know the law they just what they look for is just that you're willing to learn the law and a positive attitude trust me these are the only two things the willingness to learn and a positive attitude it is actually that simple so i'll tell you uh, you know one more thing that i've noticed when a lot of people work is that you know everybody misses out on one very important thing that is common sense <laughs> i'll tell you i mean everybody is just doing the task because they have been told to nobody goes into why am i doing it so whenever i used to get allotted work i always start with the basic question of why i used to bother my associates i used to bother my partners and i used to be like why and then they had to explain the whole transaction to me they had to explain everything to me so whenever i did it i had this base in mind right that what am i doing for and you know be it a simple task or a complex task you know you always have to make sure that your seniors life is made easy so you know if i appoint an intern it is to make my life easy right similarly yeah, yeah. if a senior is giving you work so one common thing is like if you've been asked to review something and you have to you've reviewed some xyz other documents for that document So you mm. obviously attach the other documents, other law points, because the mm. associate mm. then he'll he'll have to go all the way, he'll have to look. So you just have to save up on their time, make their life easy. 
and you know always attach what you're referring to always keep the language very simple because the simpler the merrier the better they'll understand it the quicker they'll understand it these are just common things and you know always common sense always i mean yeah people yeah people I, know, I, I completely yeah. agree because even uh, i remember uh, in my first stint uh, legal stint uh, my one of my seniors used to tell me that uh, you don't work as like someone has given you the work when you are working on something uh, think of it that it is your work like it's your personal the work you are handling is your personal client not your boss client so right right when exactly. you will what type of work you will do when it's your personal client it's your personal work it the quality will differ if you do the work for someone else apart from the quality also the other thing is that if like uh, as you said if you're doing something that is for you you'll try to reach the roots as to why i'm doing it yeah right yeah yeah exactly yeah so that is very important and you know i have gotten rebuked by my associates that what do you why do you have to know what you're doing you have to just do this you have to just prepare a summary i'm like no i want to know why i'm doing it no because so when you will know why you are doing it you will understand it better and that's why you will do the work better that's yeah and that i mean yeah and you know if you just do it this way the results automatically show hmm so uh, what would be the main things uh, for law students to focus on uh, for getting a ppo yeah so as i would just be repetitive here just keep on yeah. doing the good work you know yeah. just keep on doing work just plan your internships ahead of time keep on doing the good work it definitely pays you know i was i'll tell you a story i was waiting for a placement i was waiting on a placement in a firm where i had actually put my heart and soul and you know i had even missed some of the major college events that are one time college events in life because of this firm and then it did not work out so i thought that you know everybody says hard work pays off but this was just something that people say to make themselves feel better but now when i see the bigger picture and you know like two years down the line i'm glad that whatever happened it did and i can say that my hard work did pay off like in interviews or in whatever i can say that it paid off okay yeah uh, these things are important uh, you have told us before too but like if one uh, thinks of a particular internship one uh, he's focusing on one internship it's his first internship his or her first internship then what things should be in their mind like etiquettes or being punctual or things like that so what did you uh, keep you in your mind when you were doing such internships apart from right giving 100% at your work yeah so i think be, see these are the very basic characteristics every firm wants any every employee to have so basic you know you should have you know you should be very respectful no matter how the person is treating you you should have some basic you know office etiquette you have to be punctual because you know and punctuality is not just because you have to work it is also because when the team sees you every day that know that you there hmm i have had a lot of co-interns who used to skip out on internships because they were not getting paid or things like that but being punctual definitely pays being disciplined willing to stretch yourself is something that is very important i mean you should be willing to stay back till 3 am every day on your internship you should never make plans when you have an internship so that is how i serious that is how serious i took my internship 
these are the basic etiquette of any internship not just law or any job per se i mean i follow these etiquette still date i mean i am punctual to my job until and unless you know something majorly comes up or you know i have you have to you know you cannot dress sloppy you have to be you know very neat and tidy and you know somebody should feel like you know this person is serious about this job things like that these things do make a difference trust me Hmm. Also, uh, there have been many instances, and th- those are true. Like uh, many times, uh, students don't get much work at the place where they are interning. So that that is also one reason where uh, because many students leave the internships or they are disinterested working there, something like that. Uh, so, what will you suggest them? Yeah. So for students like those, I was one of them. so yeah okay. <laughs> uh, i'll tell you i had a two month long internship and first 15 days i didn't get work and like after two weeks the next monday the work that i got was going to the client's office and typing like what 30 40 pages in one day just typing hmm. somebody is dictating your typing and then eventually the partner saw me she saw that yeah she's typing but she's also pointing out certain other things that you know this is type but you know i think this should be this or things like that so this this picks up its space on its own i mean the you cannot quit i mean i also felt like quitting on the 14th day but six, and six, more on the 16th day because i got typing job but then eventually by the next month i was working on high profile transactions you know very confidential deals and my partner had asked me to extend the internship by 15 days with closing of a deal so yeah okay. you have to be very patient that that was kind of a uh, what do you say a mini achievement we can say right 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 <laughs> okay and also uh, one thing comes to my mind is even if you were not getting work you can find work like Uh, you you can see yeah, the partners ha huh? you can see the partners are working on something you can do some research on that topic so try you to definitely do not yeah you definitely do not go to the partners office directly but there are associates out there so in those 15 days i didn't get work so i had this after coming in uh, before lunch once after lunch and before going I used to make these four rounds to every associate across the office and be like, "Do you have any work for me? Can I assist you with anything?" So yeah, <laughs> this is something which is very common. You just have to be patient. Yeah. So as you are working in a corporate law firm, corporate in inverted commas, uh, because it's quite uh, like fantasized a lot. But can you just brief our listeners on how the real life of a lawyer is in this field and what all things they should expect and how is the work culture etc so this is going to be a little bitter for the students out there because jumping from a law school to a law firm it can be very overwhelming and you should trust me when i say this college is actually a paid vacation it is a paid vacation and you know when the when the feeling of being a student and being a college student finally wears off you realizing that you realize that adulting is as bad as people make it sound or even worse mm-hmm. so uh, coming back to the point uh, in my i worked for about uh, i'll complete my 6 months on february 5 with the with the firm 
so uh, see the learning curve is very high it is amazing how much i have learned in such a little amount of time and regarding the work culture i mean it's not hidden that firms always have a client first policy which makes certain days unbelievably hectic weekends are mostly working and if somebody is planning to work in a firm be it any practice area this is something one should be ready to sign up for one should be ready to have a, like an 80 plus hour work week but you know the compensation in law firms justifies us don't you think so yeah yeah that's yeah very fancy yeah and you know the main challenge that we face as you know lawyers in a law firm is to maintain a healthy lifestyle which i try my best to i make sure that i remove some time in my day for exercise and you know avoid you know netflix etc screen time when i'm not working and you know good music always always helps so yeah basically you learn a lot you grow a lot you grow a lot you i deal with such high profile clients i deal with such senior executives of the companies and you know it's a very good feeling that you know finally for me as a capital markets lawyer finally when i see that document on the bsc website which i have worked on all of this pays off trust me also we can say that what what we all uh, hear about corporate law lawyers and the field is also true but there are also other things which are not heard of right right so this is very personal right somebody might not feel very good with that bsc document but i do so i think yeah, <laughs> yeah. silver lining <laughs> right okay one uh, important point can you just explain to our listeners like uh, how should they draft their cvs like in brief if they are applying yeah, for so such internships yeah i get this question a lot even from my college juniors so one common mistake that i've seen people making is that they draft a seven page 10 page cv they're going to put every minute thing you know the mm-hmm. hr or the partner nobody's going to have that much time to look at your cv they could have spent so you should make a cv a cv should not be more than two pages ever exactly even if you're in your final year i had to cut off two of my internships in the final year because i wanted my cv to be two pages i had to cut off on my experience so yeah a cv should not be more than two pages and a cv should be so presentable that you know if a partner or a hr or somebody in the firm an associate anybody who's looking for like 5 to 10 seconds he's spending on your cv he should be able to grasp the most of it you should put bullet points you should put you know bolds italics you know not make it a bravo not make it a invitation mm-hmm. card but yeah it should be very neat very well formatted and two pages only and you just make it that way that if somebody is given like 5 to 10 seconds to spend on the cv you get the gist of it that yahan kaam kiya yahan kaam kiya for this much time they worked here 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 they worked this is their gpa and this is what they worked on mm-hmm. as simple as that yeah because they just want to fulfill <clears throat> the requirements of whatever the position is yeah. so right. that that makes absolute sense also i just wanted to know what exactly you are working on currently like it's like it's very common like corporate law firms corporate law firms but in corporate law also there are so many fields and uh, yeah. so many firms specializing in certain certain sub sectors so you said you are into capital markets so what's the work about and what like kind of your daily schedule 
so yeah uh, capital markets work entails to the so basically if a company is going for an initial public offer or we're doing a qualified institutional placement the whole indian legal point of view we handle so drafting of documents there are n number of documents involved there is huge amount of diligence involved before a company goes public so all of those compliances are met things like that and you know basic diligence and drafting of documents and you know the offer documents which go up on the bse as i was telling you so yeah mm-hmm. things like that and i start my day at 10 in the morning work wise and it is not known when my day will end on good days my day ends at 10 10:30 at night and on bad days it can go up till 6 in the morning oh, or oh you don't God. even get to sleep yeah so you sleep at 6 and then again start working at 10 are you saying that on bad days on some days when there is a filing nearby or when you know there's understaffing or something you know things like that come up in every office so yeah or when there's too much workload so you sleep mm-hmm. at 6 you get up at 9 you start working at 10 Yeah. So, uh, on a lighter note, we can say that if you want to work in corporate law sector, then you must forget your social life. Is it that? Definitely, definitely. I'll completely agree. But yeah, on sometimes like since I've joined, I have gotten some weekends. As I know that I'm working all weekends, you yeah. get some weekends. But then it's been so hectic that all you want to do is just sleep. So yeah, social life definitely goes for a toss. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if someone, someone like me will not ever choose such field. <laughs> yeah. No, see, okay. I was also a very social person, but the thing is now I'm social with my office people now because I talk to them every day, so I socialize with them more. Yeah. So it's, it's <laughs> yeah. things like this. Yeah. I mean, it's not that bad, and you know, it is amazing how much you learn. It is amazing how you grow as an individual, as a you know, as a lawyer. it is amazing and i think these these are few years everybody can slog you know once you slog then then you realize that yeah oh my god then you become something i mean mm-hmm. so uh moving on to the last question please share an incident from your career which is very memorable to you so the very memorable incident you know i was uh, okay so i was on the terrace of my college it was march 16 2020 the situation of covid was getting worse and i was you know talking to someone who has played a very important role in my career you know and cribbing about how due to covid the remaining opportunities are also going to go down and you know it is i'm not going to get any job i'm not going to get placed and all my hard work is you know going in vain and you know and then suddenly i got a call at 10:30 in the night confirming that i cleared all my interviews and i was in camp and i was in the top of the world and i was realizing yes my hard work is definitely paid off and you know it was it was a beautiful night i will remember that day like for the rest of my life okay and especially when you i think you said you were in your college campus yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. okay so definitely a memorable one yeah yeah okay thank you ashwati for this informative conversation and sharing your experience with us and thank you so much for listening to this podcast if you like this episode then you must also check out our other episodes available here and follow us here so that you don't miss out a new episode thank you